Welcome to the Watching World Podcast, a podcast of abundant life whose mission is to see lives changed by Jesus and whose vision is to be living proof of a loving God to a watching world. I'm your host, Les Norman, and with me today again is Pastor Phil Hopper, and today we're going to be talking about the topic of Christians in government. We've got a great panel with us, and so on that note, I'm going to step aside and I'm going to hand it over to Pastor Phil Hopper. Thanks, Les. What an awesome day we have. I'm so excited to get introduced to our audience for Christians that I know personally, godly people that God has called to get involved in government. And I'll tell you why I'm so passionate about this, Les, is uh, godly people bring godly outcomes. The idea of godly people being in government is something every Christian ought to be cheering for. Uh, if, if you don't like what you see in government, there's a reason for it. because so much of the time Christians have not gotten involved. We've looked the other way. We've done the easy thing. Or I think we believed a lie that says, well, Christians should just stay in the Bible study and, uh, you know, um, run their vacation Bible school. And uh, we've done everything God's called us to do. But I'm less convinced that when Jesus said in Matthew 5 that we're the salt of the earth, what that means is, Uh, We should be the preservative of society, that we should be influential in every single corner and crevice of society where society is shaped, be it the arts, be it entertainment, media, journalism, education, and yes, even government. And so I'm so thankful when godly people are running for office because godly people bring about godly policy. Ungodly people bring about ungodly policy. So we shouldn't be surprised when Christians don't get involved, vote for godly candidates, or even run themselves. So it's a thrill to get to sit here today uh, with some brothers and sisters in Christ. Now, we're not going political today. This is not what this podcast is for. Uh, you know, I, Anybody could sit here today, regardless of political party, just for clarity. Uh, I'm not interested. Are you Republican, Democrat? I've said many times as Christians, we should not think left or right. We should think about up and down, not left or right, but up and down. What is it? Does it bring God glory? Does it not? And so um, that's not what this is about, talking about political issues. I really want to know your stories. How did God call you to run? And specifically, what are you running for? All of you are running in local elections. I think they're coming up this April. Is that right? Yes. Let me introduce you first to Athena. Athena, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us uh, what you're running for? Yes, thank you so much for giving us this opportunity. Um, but my name is Athena Bratton, and I am running for the Pleasant Hill R3 School Board. Um, live in Cass County. Uh, my family and I, we are on a 40-acre farm. We've got five children, um, two graduates of Pleasant Hill already, a current uh, Pleasant Hill senior, and then two other younger children. So um, looking forward to um, hopefully representing Pleasant Hill um, as the next school board member if elected April 4th. Wonderful, Athena. Thank you. All right, Regina, tell us about you. Thank you, and thank you for having us uh, here, Doctor. I was going to say Doctor Pastor. I've been Phil, called Doctor Phil before. <laughs> Normally, it's just plain old Phil. Sorry about that, Pastor Dr. Phil. But Phil, thank I have you a for similar having haircut us. as Doctor Phil. <laughs> That's where the similarities, I think, end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you having us here. Um, my name is Regina Garrett, and I'm running for the LSR Seven School Board uh, election coming up April fourth. Um, a little bit about myself. I uh, have been a resident here, my husband and I, and our two kids. Uh, we moved here 14 years ago. Um, my two kids, I have one uh, in his last year of elementary and one in her first year of middle school. 
Um, I've been invested in their education since before they were in school. Um, our Lee Summit School District has a lot of great programs. Mm -hmm. So we've gone through early education, and uh, my daughter has an IEP. So I feel like I've been invested. I've spoken with a lot of teachers, worked with them um, to, to develop a plan for my daughter and get her to where she is thriving. And I think they're doing a wonderful job. We have a lot of great teachers. Mm -hmm. So that's why I am uh, more interested in seeing how we can make improvements to our school district to get us back on top. Mm -hmm. Wonderful, Regina. Thank you. So glad you're here today. David, tell us about yourself. Well, thank you, Pastor, for inviting us. I'm Dave Grady, and I'm running for one of the three seats on the Lee's Summit School Board. And I moved here in 1988 with my first wife and three children and raised those three children in Lee's Summit Schools. Last year, my oldest grandson graduated from Lee Summit North, so we're pretty uh, deep-rooted in the Lee Summit R7. And we came here in 1988 because this was widely known as the best school district in the state. Mm -hmm. And really, my sense of running is that I want to get us back to that, that status. Great. Yeah. I want people begging to get in, not yes. trying to get out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What What is, I, I guess I'm not aware, what is, I guess, the rank of LSR7 right now? Because I know historically it's had a great reputation, great education. I think it depends on who you listen to yeah. and which statistics you're using. But I heard some the other day that out of 400-some, we were number 203. Yeah, I've heard something similar recently. Sometimes you don't know what's true and what's not. But, but I think what's clear is uh, it's not what it used to be. And all of you are running to make it what it ought to be. Yeah, because we care about our kids in the end. That's what it's about. Billy, tell us about yourself. So my name is William Peterson. I go by Billy, and I'm running for the LSR7 school district. Uh, I'm a young father. I'm only 32 years old. My wife and I have been married for 14 years. She's a longtime resident of Lee Summit. Um, the military took us out of this area for a while. Uh, we, got, we got married in high school in the year 2008. Um, and so... We're back here. We, we came back to Lee Summit three years ago in January of 2020. We have three young kids, five, two and a half, and six-month-old baby. Uh, and so I really got into this race because I wanted to see a little bit more pragmatism um, brought and brought to the school district, um, be a little bit less divisive, and just bring people and unify together in the center on things that we, we can really agree with, mm -hmm. which is the core of education, which is literacy. I'd, I'd like to see our literacy rates improve, and that's really the core of my campaign at this point. That's amazing. That's wonderful. Um, you know, and you may be listening from somewhere out of the Kansas City area, and you may think, well, this doesn't have much to do with me. I don't live in Lee Summit, Pleasant Hill. But, but listen, I hope that by listening, regardless of where you find yourself in the world, that you might be inspired to get involved. And your local community, you know, all eyes are always on federal elections, but the reality is what affects our lives the most are what happens in the local elections. Yet that is when most people don't go vote, when it only takes a few votes to win an election. Yet we can all see during COVID how different the responses was around the country based on municipality or based on uh, the state or that local government. And so uh, I would suggest these, these local elections are actually far more important in some ways than even the federal elections in terms of how they really impact our lives. And, you know, when you look in Scripture, guys, uh, Scripture abounds with examples of godly people who got involved in government that made a godly difference and brought about a godly outcome. 
Now, I don't mean, you know, changing our government into a theocracy. And sometimes you hear, you know, non-believers, people that don't follow Jesus, they think, well, Christians, you're just trying to make us into a theocracy. You know, this is not what we're trying to do. Uh, we have a representative democracy. And though many of our founders were religious people, some of them very godly Christian people, uh, there was something they learned from hundreds of years in Europe that they did not want to repeat in the United States, which is why we have the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, which says we're going to have freedom of worship without government discrimination, uh, that we are going to have a chance to elect our leaders with representation. So it's not about a theocracy, but it, it is saying simply as American citizens who are also Christians that we have a chance to elect our own leaders leaders that are going to reflect our godly values in the public square. And we can see uh, what happens in the outcomes when they don't. Um, so uh, I hope maybe wherever you're listening from, you would consider getting involved in your local school district or, or local government and run for office. And you can see, again, examples that abound, whether it's Joseph in the court of Pharaoh, whether it's Daniel in the court of Nebuchadnezzar, uh, whether it's Nehemiah in the court of the ancient pagan Persian king Artaxerxes, uh, opportunities abound. And I just say it to share, you know, there's this thought sometimes that Christians, we should just stay in our lane, just study our Bibles and have our little Bible studies and drink our little coffee and, you know, have our kumbaya warm fuzzy sessions. And that, that is never, ever historically what we see Christians doing. Uh, what we see the early church doing is, is, in, is engaging the culture in whatever way they could. They couldn't elect their leaders. They were living under uh, a, a tyrannical system of government where they had no rights whatsoever, yet they very much affected their culture with the gospel. They very much affected their culture with their worldview, which is why the ancient pagan world was Christianized in about 300 years. The gladiator games ended. All of a sudden, there was this core value of, of, um, of, of Roman citizenship that included the sanctity of life. Imagine. You know, the gladiator games ended and people quit throwing away their unwanted babies in a ditch. And all of a sudden, people started going, you know, I, I, I probably shouldn't have a mistress on the side, even though that was once culturally acceptable. I, I probably should be faithful to one woman, Right. And so early Christians very much affected their culture with the gospel. Imagine what we can do with the gospel when we also get to elect our leaders. So, Athena, uh, tell us your story. How did you get here? How, how, do, how, does, uh, how does a mom wake up one day and say, you know, I'm going to run for school board? Yeah, so um, those of us... You know, those of you who know my husband and myself, we have always been involved um, politically um, with with our local community and things that are going on, um, issues that are um, important, you know, to the values and stuff of our Christian beliefs. Um, over the last eight years, um, I've I've constantly felt this call to run for school board, um, but you know, it just I felt the call. It just hasn't been the the, the right time. So. Um, this is the right time. Um, I've definitely felt the pressing of, of the Lord to tell me that this is a time for me um, to, to step out and, and represent those um, in our community. Um, so, 
in our school district in Pleasant Hill, um, the biggest concern that I have seen and I have heard from parents is that they don't have a voice mm -hmm. and they are not being heard by our district. Mm -hmm. um, I truly believe that we are in a spiritual battle, like that it says in Ephesians, um, that we're in a battle for the hearts and the minds and the souls of our children. Mm -hmm. um, Proverbs 22, 6 says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when they're old, they will not depart from it. Satan knows that too. So that is what really is at the core of me running that, you know, even as little children, the things that they're go they're being exposed to in our public school system is, is setting that, that, you know, their their brain and their path that they're going to follow in life. Um, they spend so much time in that school building, mm -hmm. uh, more time so often than with their, their parents. So um, as parents, more than ever, we have to be vigilant. Yeah. Um, we have to p send people to the school board who are going to let parents have a voice back in the education of their children, give them the transparency to see what's going on. Um, and, and I'm going to be that voice um, where we have not had that in, in, in the past. Wonderful. Athena, how would somebody get a hold of you if they want to know more about your candidacy? Absolutely. So you can find me on my website. It's www.athenabrattonforphr3.org. Or you can also find me on Facebook, um, Athena Bratton for PHR3 School Board. Um, and I've got my email address, phone number, all my contact information Wonderful, is on there. Athena. Thank you. Regina, talk to us. What tell us your story? How how do you wake up one day and go, yeah, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna put myself in the arena in the LSR seven school district. Well, it was a long time in the making. Yeah. Um, two years of going to the school board meetings, just seeing how it works, who is making all the decisions, yeah. and uh, what decisions are being made. I just had to learn, and um, honestly, I I learned from watching people. I learn, I'm kind of an observer. I look to see how people are reacting. Um, and I honestly felt that there was a voice missing. There just, I mean, it wasn't just mine, I'm sure. There were a lot of people that it just felt at times the room was empty, but there was only one voice being heard. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, that I just felt like, you know, this just doesn't seem right. Yeah. Um, where is everybody? <laughs> yeah. And then um, I started learning more just as time was going on, uh, focusing more on the local, you know, city and and then with the school. Um, honestly, <laughs> my story is a little funny, but um, it, it took a lot of praying, you know, to come to this decision. Like, was I going to do this? Mm -hmm. I mean, I've never been in any type of situation where I'm running for office or, you know, campaigning. So it was really kind of, you know, nervous, nerve wracking at mm -hmm. first. Um, but I feel like God has equipped me through the last, um, I would say, seven years mm -hmm. um, just with information. I've just been like a sponge and just absorbing everything I can. Um, and so I realized what was happening across the country and that our school may not be where a lot of schools have been reported to yeah. be, um, but we're on a slippery slope. Sure. So it was something that I just decided I had to be a part of. Right. Um, although I did have some Bible verses that I have an app that yeah. came up, and I wasn't sure if this was a sign from the Lord. Yeah. But I did have the book of Esther come up okay, and the book of Job. Mm -hmm. 
So those were something I had to look up to find out more information to get context for. Yeah. And um, health issues. I had some health issues. Yeah. So that was maybe something that was kind of like holding me back. Mm-hmm. Uh, health issues went away miraculously. Like the next day I made my decision. This is okay. God taking care of me. He's like, okay, you have no more excuses. Let's do this. All right. Let's do so, this. Mm-hmm. It's a calling, guys. Very much the running for government on any level has to be a calling. Um, because it's going to be too hard if it's not. If you're called, you won't quit. You know, but if you're not called, it's going to be really, really hard. It's going to be hard even if you are called. So, Regina, that calling is a process. It is in my life when I surrendered to become a pastor. Sometimes it's several years in the making to discern it. But I'm glad you said yes to, yes to Jesus. How would people get a hold of you, Regina, if they want to know more about what you believe and what you're trying to do? Well, I am mainly on Facebook, and I understand that it's not everybody has Facebook, but I am uh, Regina Garrett for LSR7 School Board, as well as um, Instagram, um, Regina for LSR7 uh, at gmail.com is also my um, Gmail. So they can reach me there if they want to reach out for mm-hmm. questions. Um, but mainly I'm on Facebook. I'm working on a website, so we'll see yeah. if we can get that up soon. Yeah. You mentioned what's gone on with several school districts around the country. Um, you know, the reality is um, I'll get emails from parents sometimes that are disgruntled or upset about something going on in school district, LSR 7 specifically, since Abundant Life has a large presence here in Lee Summit. I had one recently send me um, pages from several books in the public school library, guys, just so distraught over what amounts to pornography in the public school library. I read this stuff. I mean, graphic, graphic, detailed description of sexual activities uh, gay, lesbian, heterosexual, all the above. Uh, and I'm, I'm talking graphic, graphic description uh, that, you know, obviously meant to give mental images. So it is the sexualization of our kids. This has no educational value whatsoever, no redeeming value at all as it relates to your math scores, which we're falling behind in, or science scores, which we're falling behind in. And so why is it important? Well, parents, parents don't run the school district. Yes. That's the thing. Parents don't run the school district. It's the school board that runs the school district. So if you want to make changes, this is how it happens. There's a process for that. And, and I would suggest one of the downfalls of the American uh, public educational system is it's gotten away from reading, writing, and arithmetic. Yes. It's now much, very much into a indoctrination, not education, indoctrination of worldviews. So while we fall farther and farther behind the rest of the world in math and sciences, let's say, we're very much using education as a platform to deeply influence the worldview of the next generation. Uh, A lot of Christian leaders around the country are saying, well, it's time to abandon the public school system. Just bring your kids home, homeschool, Christian school. I don't believe that's true, though I'm a proponent of homeschool, home education. I'm a proponent of Christian school. Uh, look, I, I'm not a proponent of just making a blanket statement. Let's abandon the public school system. Why? Because we're called to be the salt of the earth. If the salt doesn't shake things up and sprinkle it everywhere, then it's not doing what we're called to do. Let's be in those spaces, in those places. And so I'm, Regina, thankful that you're doing that. David, talk to us. 
Well, I've been uh, getting more involved uh, with what's going on over the past several years. And I'd actually thought about running for a public office. I didn't know what that would look like or where it would start, but I just thought about I should get involved. Uh, it's one thing to see a problem and stand back and go, there's a problem. I identified it. Yeah. It's another thing to get in and try to solve Amen. the problem. Mm -hmm. And so um, a little over six, seven, eight months ago, I really started considering running for the school board. And so I've kind of been leaning in that direction, working towards that since probably July of last summer. And I'm kind of a doer kind of a guy. So when I see something, I just jump in and try to do it. But this is one time I said, David, you really have never been the best prayer in the world. And that's your weak spot. You need to work on your weak spot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I committed to praying and asking the Lord, okay, I see the need, but do you want me to get involved in this need? Mm -hmm. And his answer to me was, this is your time. Get involved in this need. And that's why I'm here today. That's mm -hmm. why I'm running for Lee Summit School Board. Uh, some of the things you mentioned are problems that have basically been thrown in my face, as mm -hmm. I mentioned, having grandchildren in the district. Yeah. And so I wanted to uh, get in and, and affect policy. I've had a lot of leadership experience uh, in industry. I don't know if most people are aware, but about 10 years ago, uh, I left industry and I took a teaching position. Hmm. It's at the college level. I'm a tool and die maker by trade. And so I teach tool and die makers and machinists and I get them jobs. And I learned a lot from that. Teaching has taught me a lot about what schools are doing and what should be going on. And also about how to be an effective teacher, effective leader. So I learned... Setting the bar high mm -hmm. is one of the biggest things we can do to help our children. Yeah. In my college classes, I, I give clear expectations of what needs to be done, and I will bend over backwards to help somebody learn how to do it, but I don't pass people who don't learn how to do it. Yeah. So they know this is the bar, this is the expectation, this is how to get where I want to get. Mm -hmm. And they just excel. We've turned the department into uh, businesses contacting me all the time, wanting my students, wanting to hire more. Mm -hmm. And so I want to try to bring some of that to the Lee's Summit School District. We have a lot of really good programs here. I've been over and toured the uh, Summit Technology Academy or Missouri Innovation Campus, and it's, it's phenomenal what they're doing there. That's the kind of stuff I love to see. And I would like to build on that and expand it more. Mm -hmm. So I think we have a lot of great stuff going. Um, build it, make it better. But let's attack some of the problems. Don't attack people. Let's attack the problems. Yeah. And let's try to work Good. together. Good. I don't think people are bad people because they disagree with me. Good, David. But I do, I do strongly feel that if we can bring the values that I believe most Lee Summit voters have mm -hmm. back to the school district, mm -hmm. We can eliminate problems like you were talking yeah. about just a minute ago. That's good, David. How would people get a hold of you to know more about your candidacy? I have a new website that's uh, either up and running or real close to it. So uh, hmm. uh, it's called uh, David Grady for Missouri dot com, and that's four is spelled out F O R. It's not the digit. So David Grady for Missouri dot com. If you want to email me, you can email me at David at davidgradyformissouri.com. 
I do have a Facebook page, uh, Grady for LSR7, or you might find it under Grady for School Board with a actual four mm -hmm. instead of the word spelled out. Great, David. William, talk to us. All right. So, also known as Billy. Also known as Billy uh -huh. to only my friends, Pastor uh -huh. Phil. Well, I hope I can call you Billy. Yes, sir. So here's the deal. I'm running because what really got me into the race, it was just a light bulb moment for me. This is something that's been building for me for a while. So um, obviously I understood uh, a while back now, probably five or six years ago now, the uh, that the federal elections, uh, the elections in our country matter most at the local. Yeah. Um, the local politics and the local election, local governance matters more than anything. Um, and I think everybody learned a lot of that through the last three years um, in, in, you know, front and center, we all saw. So when I had, when I became a father, I had a light bulb moment in my head that I was no longer living for myself uh, or my wife. It was for my posterity. It was for everyone else's posterity. It was for the, the, the world and the country and the local community that we're going to have to raise our children in and leave to our kids when we're gone. And so I just see some concerning things in the district and I see, um, I just don't see a lot of out-of-the-box thinking and solutions to a lot of these problems. Um, and I just, my military background has taught me to be a leader. It's why I joined, I joined the military because I had a, a calling to serve my country. Mm -hmm. When I got out of the military, it wasn't actually my uh, my choice to get out. I was medically discharged, honorable discharge, but I was no longer able to serve. And so I was always looking for something to give back to my, my country. I, I got to go to college for free. Uh, by the taxpayer's time. You know, I, f I feel a calling to give back to the community. Yes, I serve time for that, but that's not, that's not why. So I'm, I'm here to really get involved and um, bring pragmatism back to the district, some mm -hmm. truth, trust, transparency, and accountability. Yeah. I just don't think we're, we're seeing that um, to, the, to the point of pornography in the school district, like you mentioned, um, pornographic material. We're not even operating on the same definition of words here. You can go back and listen to when, uh, when the school board passed this book unanimously, they were working on the Webster's Merriam Dictionary definition of these words, um, not the legal definition in the yeah. Missouri law. Yeah. So there's issues here. Well, that's part of the problem in modern society is words have lost their meaning. True. <laughs> so instead of dealing with the real issues, we can just debate the definition of the words. That's right. So, uh, Billy, how would people get a hold of you? So I am on Facebook as uh, William for LSR7. I also have a website, William for LSR7.wordpress.com. You can also email me at William for LSR7 at gmail.com. Wonderful. Guys, I'm so thankful for each of you. Thank you for leading the way. I pray others will be inspired to follow you. Uh, and perhaps even now, some would consider prayerfully being called to run for government. We need more godly people in those spaces. Les, you've been pretty quiet. It's coming back at you right now. Thanks, Pastor Phil, and, and congrats, and thank you to all the candidates. And before we sign off, there is just one more. Billy, I believe you're going to talk to us a little bit. There's there's one more issue we got to hit real quick, right? It's extremely important. Yes. Uh, it's on the ballot April 4th. The What's going to be a big turnout for, or draw to turn out for everybody is the levy transfer, which all seven candidates are actually in support. So it's great that we can find common ground on an issue like this that's going to go to raising salaries for teachers and paraprofessionals and bus drivers and all the help that goes into supporting the education of our children in the district. So remember to turn out on April 4th for the levy transfer, if not anything else. Yeah, absolutely. And David, we were talking a little bit too, and I want you to, to expound on this. There's not a great number historically. 
there's not a great number of volume of people that vote for school board. And so doesn't that mean that every vote counts? It, it's of utmost importance when there's a smaller amount, right? Absolutely. You know, those national elections where 150 million people vote, you're one out of 150 million. Right now, I know people who have won or lost elections by a handful of votes. So your vote really counts. And we're asking you for five minutes to drive to the poll, five minutes to drive back. And frankly, an election like this, it'll probably take you five minutes to vote. So we're asking you for 15 minutes of your life on April 4th. To you give that 15 minutes to the children of Lee's Summit R7. Amen. Absolutely right. Well, I want to thank our candidates, Athena, Regina, David, and Billy. Thank you guys for, thank you. for following your calling of the Lord to get out here. This is not an easy thing to do, um, but uh, you guys are difference makers, man, just by getting up there and doing it. And so folks out there listening, get out there and vote. Like David said, five minutes most likely. And if not, grab a ride from somebody. We probably all know somebody, but get out there, vote, make a difference. Uh, April 4th is the big day, right guys? That's the day. So um, thanks to all of you for listening today. And again, like you've heard during this podcast today, um, you know, maybe pray about it and pray for our candidates here. You couldn't do anything more. I mean, pray for them. Don't just vote, but pray for them and that uh, God would find them favor as well, like Pastor Phil talked about at the beginning. So on behalf of our candidates and lead Pastor Phil Hopper, I'm Wes Norman. Thanks for joining us today on the Watching World Podcast.